Mm-hmm. But in general, from a creative state, especially with innovative things, with new things that you're creating, I mean, like I find with choreography, with writing, you know, with even with creating meditations, with anything like that, I get a much better result if I allow myself to be first, to receive the inspiration, mm-hmm. and then to take action. And also to give myself time so as not to rush the project. So even if it's... Hello, dear friends. Welcome to Master the Art of Graceful Living podcast home base for all those who are craving to live purposefully, love fiercely and build intimate relationship with the truth of their hearts. I believe that the quality of our lives depends on the quality of our relationships. First of all, with self, then others and all areas of our lives. Here we dive deep and share with you ideas and tools on how to build healthy, juicy, graceful relationships, fall in love with self and your life, and expand your capacity to receive abundance and pleasure. It's time to live your greatness. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> girls and guys, I have this amazing, uh, beautiful being on my podcast today. Has been. Uh, Strawbridge, right? <laughs> <laughs> I never knew how to pronounce your surname. <laughs> yes, Strawbridge. Strawbridge. <laughs> and uh, I will allow you to introduce yourself, but yeah, I know Catherine for quite a while and I feel that she is my uh, soul sister. We always have such an amazing conversation which uplift me, rise my energy, and I just absolutely love it. And uh, I feel like we are going uh, this, uh, through the same uh, journey right now. Yeah, and we have been talking about <laughs> everything we were going through during these times. <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and today we want to talk about the. Uh, I call it sacred union of uh, feminine and masculine within ours, uh, how to create harmony and how we can apply it to everyday living, working on our careers, creating our businesses, all these kind of things. So I will allow you to introduce yourself. <laughs> Thanks, Anna. Well, I feel the same way about you. That's a very lovely introduction. I totally agree. Um, yeah, so my name is Catherine and I'm a, a lover of dance, a lover of words, a lover of life. I'm definitely addicted to growth in any way and to easing suffering and finding a better way to do things. And I totally believe that there's a way to live in joy. And uh, it's really my mission to be able to get there and to help other people get there as well, <laughs> one way or another. Yeah, yeah. Through dance and through the rest. <laughs> yes, exactly. Through, through your... dance, through writing, through yeah. through also assisting on the planet and inspiring people through sustainable clothing. You know, mm-hmm. I have many branches in the tree, <laughs> which I find really interesting as well, because I think that there's so much to life that mm-hmm. um, I don't think we should really limit us to one thing. Of course, if you just love yeah. to do one thing, then that's great. You know, I mean, each to his own. But I think it's nice to be able to have other things and combine them and make them work together. Yeah. It's what you're called to to do, right? It's what yeah, is trying I to express so. through you and you don't leave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. So true, so true. 
<laughs> yeah. So masculine and feminine. <laughs> hmm. um, well, I will make an introduction. Uh, maybe uh, that masculine and family is not something which is gender based. It's something which exists in all of us, men and women. And when we're talking about inner wholeness, it's about creating this, uh, I call it perfect marriage of your inner man and inner woman within. <laughs> yes, <laughs> well <Yeah>. said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, I feel like this is my perspective, my truth, that we're all talking now about feminine uh, rising in, uh, in the planet as a collective and all of ours. And this is because for so long we have been operating from uh, masculine, right? After, yeah. I don't know from which time after Industrial Revolution, or we were constantly in this world of doing, of hustling, of making it happen, of uh, exploding us in order to get more, produce more. And it's exhausting to live from this place, right? It sure is. It sure is. <clears throat> Yeah, and that's why we have this feminine rising of our intuition, of our feeling, of creating moment by moment, of relaxing and surrendering into, yeah, into what is trying to come through us. Yeah, true. true. And this is how we are meant to operate. But at the same time, I believe it's not about like the future is female. It's about harmony because masculine, feminine can't live without masculine. And I love this example of um, Riva without uh, banks, right? Riva is ever changing flow of energy. And it can be messy and destructive even if it's go all, all over the places. So it needs its men, banks, <laughs> to hold it and yeah. to do to help you to support her. True. Yeah. This is my truth about masculine and feminine to create the balance, not to make one more important than another. And this is, I believe, it's how we are going to then uh, incorporate it into our everyday living, creating our businesses, writing books, whatever we are doing in our lives. Very much so, very much so. I think that's a good example. And like you said, I think the balance is, is, is it's an essential part of it. You know, we need to be balanced. But balance is elusive. I think we're always looking for balance, you know, and it's not something that we get it and we keep it either. It's something that we need to keep ensuring that we're working towards it. And also, as you said, I mean, perhaps even from the times of Atlantis, you know, the male energy has been very prevalent on our planet. And now the age of Aquarius is here and the feminine energy is ready to come back in. So I agree with you that most of us have been operating from primarily masculine energy, whether we're male or female, it has nothing to do with gender, as you say. And I think that masculine energy can best be described as doing, always taking action, you know, working super hard to make things happen, you know, that we have to do this in order for that to happen, which is true, as you say, because there has to be a balance of action but the feminine side is more intuitive it's more about just being and just allowing things to happen and I think that we've in general blocked that side off you know quite a large to quite a large degree much more than we would actually realize 
I mean, for me personally, I was very, very into my masculine energy. I mean, I spent a good 10 years being a workaholic, you know, dancing in a company and working in another company and then combining everything and teaching. And it was crazy. I mean, those 10 years, I literally just existed. But it's taken a, at least another 10 years to recover out from that and try to learn how to live not being in workaholic mode all the time because yeah. it's so ingrained, you know? So it's not an easy process, but it's a very welcome process because <laughs> one is just going to exhaust oneself if we live alone from the masculine. And the beautiful balance of the feminine energy is able to bring so much more through and I really believe that it's our connection to source. We allow much more of our connection to source through our feminine energy because then we're allowing the essence of who we are to be through us as mm -hmm. opposed to controlling and doing all the doing. You know, it's like if we be first and then do, then the action that we're going to take is going to be inspired action as opposed to this is a goal. This is the motivation. I have to do it. And I'm not disagreeing with goals and motivation. They're all good things as well. But sometimes there's something so much bigger for us that we can't even imagine that if we just step back for a while and allow ourselves to receive this information and just to be, then we get inspired into the doing. And then the action is more inspirational based. Yeah, yeah. This healthy masculine of inspired action. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And uh, and as well, I agree that the growth, individual growth of everybody will be to develop the side which is undeveloped because for majority of people, I believe it will be to relax their masculine and to allow their feminine to rise and to thrive. <laughs> but, Very much so. Uh, yeah, but I know some human beings that were already totally in the flow and... Uh, Yes, we have some people exactly who are really in the feminine, very much so. Yeah, but not taking any actions. And then for them, it will, the growth will be about building this structure, this container to their masculine, to support their feminine and to stream it into the right direction. Because what I learned from my teacher, and I love this, but masculine is our consciousness. Right, this weakness okay. part of ours, this nothingness, this never changing part of ours, which was there until we were born and will be there after we die. And uh, our feminine is the energy, it's ever changing flow of life. We, we just call the masculine and feminine energy, and I think it's true as well. But feminine is this energy, and when they come together, we create this beautiful union. Amazing, yeah. that's a really nice description. Yeah, but uh, but it's like, uh, oh, what I was going to say about that. But consciousness is not Sorry, our... Sorry, I interrupted you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all good. Consciousness is not our uh, incessive search. It's this no search space, right? It's this awareness, witnessing. It's this structure. And I when I learned as well how like to process emotions, it's about... It, it, implementing it in uh, daily life feminine and masculine we can just be in our emotions and it can go all over the places but what i'm doing now for myself it's you imagine this uh, consciousness this uh, divine masculine which is holding you and when you start practicing you feel somebody is holding you and while putting your half of your awareness there you start going through your emotions 
and it's easier to go through this process. And at one point, it feels like somebody is watching as you're selling that and saying to you, like, okay, just go through That's fine. And I start laughing. At that. <laughs> 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 just told the joke at the end, all this <laughs> life lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least you know someone's watching over you while you're doing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Am I doing it right? Am I looking good? <laughs> am I and the angel's going, we don't care, just do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's a, really, that's a really cool way to see it as well. Uh-huh. And like you said, you need both. I mean, if, if your feminine is overpowering then it's going to be just as much of a problem as your masculine is overpowering you know to find that balance is very hard but i think it's really hard because we've been doing it for so many years and it's not just us it's the generations before us Mm. we learn from our parents they learn from their parents they learn from their parents you know the generations go back and they go back quite quickly into dark times (laughs) so we're not that far out of just coming out of stuff and it's no one's fault it's not our parents fault they're just learning what they were taught themselves you know and they took it a level up and now it's Mm. us as well I mean we're taking it a level up from our parents and if we ever have children they might do the same and even if we don't humanity itself will be upgraded with every generation Mm. so as well this is like sometimes I feel oh you know there's a blame game within my own self had this happened and this wouldn't have happened but it's just evolution no one's to blame. It just is what it is. I mean, we're all responsible to a degree. <laughs> we're all here to make things better. I mean, the more that we balance ourselves, I believe that the more we're able to balance humanity as well, if we think about unity consciousness in that way. If we make ourselves better as a person and we're all connected, then by improving ourselves, then we're, in essence, improving humanity. Yeah. Yes, totally agree. And it's a little bit maybe off topic, uh, what I'm going to say now, but it's what you told, like, we are always talking about this. Um, it, sh- it would be better if it would not have happened or something like that. Mm. And yesterday I was listening to somebody talking about, yeah, this coronavirus and uh, it will create <clears throat> a lot of issues in intimacy because, uh, children, they now, they learn, they observe through their body that it's not safe to connect with uh, with people, right? And it's getting printed in our body that it's not safe, the intimacy uh, and getting like, get con- connection with other people. And it's all true. It's like, it's it's right. It's drama. You, he will maybe, the kids will maybe need to go through some healing processes. But then I'm like, yeah, but... From the spiritual point of view, it's all perfect. Maybe it will become his dharma in life, you know? You know, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And even then, I mean, it can be like that. I mean, for example, the social distancing, which I think is a wrong word for it. I think it should be physical distancing because socially we're still more connected than ever via online and stuff like that. But physical distancing is actually with people outside of your house really that it's happening right because if you're in a household if the if the children have loving parents they're still mm-hmm. going to be hugging them and kissing them and you know yeah. if all is good <laughs> if not yeah. they're not but they so technically they should not be totally deprived also from intimacy and from affection just with people on the outside world and maybe it's also nice that we observe personal space mm-hmm. 
you know, maybe taken in that way of it's great to be intimate, but maybe you don't need to be intimate with everyone. <laughs> Yeah. You know, it can go in so many different ways, really. Like, the perspective can change in a million ways. I mean, I struggle a lot with it. Even going to the supermarkets and whatever, it really frustrates me. Because, I mean, I personally am not very scared of the coronavirus, but I understand everybody else's fears. I mean, I'm really in the space of if I get it, I get it. You know, it's no yeah. big deal. But then I understand other people's fears. Maybe they have old people or young children at home. So it's to respect them that I want to keep my distance. But sometimes it's really, it's really like uh, being, you know, when, when, you, when we were younger, when you used to ride those bumping cars at the fair and you're trying not to hit the cars, mm-hmm. you know, you're in that thing on the arcade. And that's how I feel. It's like, it's so stressful just to not be this close to someone. You know, it's just, it's actually not, it's very unnatural. Yeah. It's very unnatural. And like we may be able to train ourselves out of it for a short while, mm-hmm. but I don't think it can last. I don't I think the human connection, need for connection is so powerful that it may be temporarily like that, maybe a year, two, three years. And like you said, you know, those kids or people affected, they will have to heal that trauma. But I think human connection is way more powerful. Yeah. Because it just feels so weird, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not so <too>, yeah. <laughs> I think we'll go back to normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One <to> go back. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh well look, coming back to masculine and feminine. <laughs> to make it more practical. That is a fun side note though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all perfect. It's all we need to, and I think, like, we need to have all those wounds because otherwise it will be boring. What would we do? <laughs> now, what would we do with all that time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just universes trying to, or, like, God, is trying mm-hmm. to know himself through you, right? So it's, yeah. If you will be all perfect already, there is no point for you to be there <laughs> here now. Exactly. It's true. And the irony is that we're all perfectly imperfect anyway. It's just that we don't accept that. That's the irony as well, which I find so funny. You know, but it's it's not funny. I mean, if we think about it, also looking at media and stuff like that. I mean, this this is where as well I think either masculine or our feminine comes through stronger or or, or shies away. You know, with how things are presented on the media and people's perfect lives and the, the standards we try to live up to. So then maybe we go more in our masculine to work super hard to get the, you know, to keep up with the Joneses, so to speak, mm-hmm. in general, you know, or else your feminine shies away because of being judged and all of this. So it makes sense. It's a reflection. But I think also these things are just a reflection of who we really are inside as well. You know, if the outer world is a reflection of the inner world, and I think that's also there to teach us to, to make us see where we're lacking energy in one way or where we need to work on ourselves a bit more that way you know what i mean yeah 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 yeah. totally it's always it always reflects back and it's what feels the most uncomfortable is where your growth is totally to relax into your feminine and just to listen and just to surrender <laughs> yeah no i surrendering. <laughs> oh my god so hard surrendering <laughs> yeah it's still a work in progress it's better but still <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um to make it more practical for everyday living for people who are listening i think a very good example of morning routines right and uh 
morning routines get to be feeling good and pleasurable. Yeah, and I absolutely love this idea and I agree with that. The only thing sometimes when you're waking up and you're totally into your processing something and your <laughs> feminine is showing up, <laughs> you don't need to do those morning mm. routines. Sometimes I ask myself what feels good and my phone like nothing. <laughs> moment you need uh your inner man what i call it right just okay like can you sit on the mat and start doing them because i know when i will do my morning routines i will feel good you know mm -hmm. and it's not about like pushing yourself to do something which does not feel good in the morning yeah. and you're really like oh i have to do this whatever push-ups or planks whatever but to start moving doing something and uh, allow intuitively moving your body and allow doing the breath that feel good this morning then i know i always feels good but this is what i'm talking about having this balance really having mm -hmm. your masculine structure to put yourself on the mat and then allow your feminine to do whatever she wants to do <laughs> no it's true i mean i agree with you i agree with you that's i mean sometimes you just need to have the masculine come forward and say, you know, come on, let's stick to this. But I, I also find as well lately um, that when I really don't feel like, there's also something maybe a bit more behind that. You know, maybe I just feel, maybe I need a bit more self-love that day, you know. And like you say, I don't allow myself to not do something. Highly unlikely, very rarely. But what I will do is maybe I'll make it easier. So let's say if I normally meditate for an hour, then I will just do 15 minutes. But I did it, you know, and I make it make it much nicer for myself. And then I, I give myself a nice reward after, you know. Or, oh, okay, like you really didn't feel like today. And then in the evening, I can eat my favorite meat. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like I, I say, okay, like, you know, well done. You really didn't feel like today and you did something. And you didn't have to do like your full-on program, but you did something. You did something for yourself. And that feels good. And I find that when I'm like that with myself, then the next day, or maybe even the day after, depending on what I'm going through, then I really want to do the whole thing again. I really want to do my foot on thing because I'm like, okay, I feel better now. But if I push myself sometimes too much to do the whole thing, then the, the feeling lingers a little bit longer, you know, then it might go on for a week that I'm a bit, oh, I don't feel like, you know. So it's really a fine line. I mean, that's the whole thing as well of, of knowing oneself and just seeing, okay, where is this a, a good day to have a really a day off? Or where is this, you're just, you're just um, trying to talk yourself out of it, you know, and you feel better. I mean, there are so many different scenarios that are there. I think it's also learning to listen to ourselves and to see, okay, what do I really need today? Am I, am I really not feeling like, or is there something I really need to look at, or am I just being really lazy? And that's okay, you know, just, okay, today I'm being lazy, okay. And, you know, today, like, you do almost full program. Hmm. Yeah, 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 totally. I don't know, it's playing with it a little, I think, as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting <laughs> with pleasurable. And uh, when I'm talking pleasurable, it can be as well like, oh, 
I don't feel like doing it full out, but what I'm doing, it still feels pleasurable and pleasurable right. can be, I have pain in my body, but it still feels pleasurable. This is mm -hmm. a difference than pushing yourself. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, because lots of people, they're so much disconnected from their pleasure. And pleasure... For I'm, sure, man. Yeah, it, it's like we're always, when we're paying attention inside, it's normally when it's already, it's all about pain or feeling discomfort, but we don't really train to feel pleasure inside of our bodies, right? And we can incorporate it in everything we are doing. But we need feminine for that. We need to slow down. We need intuition to listen what we really need in for sure, for sure. And I don't know about you, but I was always taught and brought up in the way of like, you must work hard. And, you, and if you're not suffering, you're not working hard enough. Which yeah. is crazy. I mean, all right. I mean, I had a dance career, so that makes sense. You know, you're always being pushed to the limit and whatever. So I grew up really with those intentions, which was great for many things. I mean, I learned so much from it and it made me strong in so many areas of my life. But then now I find myself at the point of, that's not really how I feel. I don't think that life should be suffering. I think that it was fine then, but I think life really should be fun. And I'm just on this journey to find out how I can make everything fun and how I can do the things that feel good. So it feels like fun, which is, it's like I'm learning the alphabet of fun. You know, I mean, I'm really, it's a really new side for me, but um, it's just doing things that feel good and choosing the things that feel good as opposed to things out of obligation. Yeah. is a total structure breakdown. And I'm sure that many people can relate to this as well. I mean, from our generation, a lot of people kind of had this energy, or maybe it's just the people I know in my circle, you know. But it's um, to find the fun, as you're saying, and like going back to our morning routine, maybe if you're not feeling great, maybe there's no need to do an hour of cardio. Maybe you can do an hour of yin yoga instead. You know, it's adapting to what that day is. Yeah, yeah. And to be flexible, that's also the feminine sign, you know, as in the masculine gives you the structure, like every day you have a morning routine and the feminine allows you to change what's in that morning routine. Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. yeah. And the same as with waking up, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I start <laughs> fighting with <laughs> my... <laughs> habits of not waking up at five o'clock or even seven o'clock and especially during these times oh, i'm all over the place right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah and like in the evening i have energy and i know i built my body to be this way a little bit to get used to having energy in the evening and i know like maybe it will be healthy for me to shift it a little bit but still it for me that moment it doesn't feel good to wake up at five o'clock in the morning or seven o'clock in the morning and i'm like no. that's that's okay that's okay mm -hmm. this is my family <laughs> exactly and people's bodies are different you know like yeah. that really doesn't work for me I and mean, i really struggle with it because you know people like robin sharma the 5am club and yeah. all of these people i believe that this structure really works so, but I'm really not a morning person. I actually love to work at night. And at the moment, with this time, I'm honestly, my average going to sleep time is 3 a.m. Yeah. It's 3 a.m. And sometimes, like I said, it was 5 a.m. Because if I'm inspired and I'm working and I'm on a roll, mm -hmm. you know, and actually, most of the time, I'm still getting six hours sleep. 
rarely actually was eight hours sleep, which is really weird. And then obviously I spend a lot of time and, you know, while I'm still in bed doing my affirmations and meditating and all of that. Mm-hmm. But it's almost as though in this time, I'm giving myself the freedom to let my body decide. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting. I mean, I don't know if this is going to work when life goes back to the new normal or whatever it is. Yeah. But for now, I'm really rolling with it. And I just love to be awake at night. I just don't know what it is. You know, <laughs> and it's almost like today when I went to bed, I was like, oh, it's 5 a.m. Thinking of, you know, Robert Chama waking up and I'm just going to bed. And I don't think there's a right or wrong way. You know, maybe we're wired in the way that we are more productive at night. And we have careers at this point where, you know, that allow us to be able to do that right now. I mean, I don't do 5 a.m. every day. It's normally between 2 and 3. You know, but I like that. Like, it feels good to me right now. <laughs> Anything can change yeah. anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's like, if there is no right and wrong. And if you will need to shift it, you will adapt to something different, right? But in the moment, if it feels good, it feels good. I'm sorry, yeah, uh, should I just close this? Making uh, a noise. Yeah, now can you hear me? Uh, hello? Hello, can you hear me now? Yes. yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, weird. Yes. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, like what I was saying is uh, there is no right or wrong. This is just how you feel in the moment. And uh, <clears throat> I just stopped fighting this side of me, you know. Exactly. And I know that it might shift and I will feel like, okay, now I want to wake up earlier and this is another period of my life and it's fine. I'm not saying it's not possible. Exactly. But for now, it is is what it is, you know, like because in the evening I have really lots of energy. (laughs) (laughs) It feels like the world is quietened down and you can finally do something. Even I know by yourself at home. Yeah. I know, I know, but I, I totally, I totally understand what you're saying. I totally agree with you. I feel the exact same way. I mean, obviously, then you never know what life is going to throw at you. As in, in the future, I'd love to do a yoga teacher training, and I doubt you know then I'm going to have to wake up at seven a.m. <laughs> whether I like it or not. You know, in that scenario, there's always, you know, something. But I think that's good as well, you know. Maybe then I would say, oh, I kind of like this other side. But I get torn as well because I like both. I like I like the day now. Before I wasn't bothered, but now I really do like the day. And I like the night as well. So I'm in this quandary of, so, you know, how do I make that work? <laughs> <laughs> Don't sleep. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> maybe you will awaken your whatever capabilities and <laughs> mostly I'm a creature of the night <laughs> 30 minutes <laughs> oh. <Yeah>. <clears throat> <clears throat> and if we will talk about uh, working on projects or businesses uh, how to create this harmony of masculine and feminine um, how to create from the place of uh, flow, right? From the place of this heart, mm-hmm. listening to intuition. I believe this is so challenging for people, especially for entrepreneurs, especially for male entrepreneurs, because um, we are talking about masculine and feminine as part of us, but still uh, we have all sexual essence, right? And okay, sure. I believe we are too, we are with 
feminine sexual essence and for us maybe it's easier to develop our feminine side a feminine yeah <laughs> inner feminine but <laughs> but for some people and i assume for men who have a strong masculine essence it can be very challenging also it is so liberating when you learn to develop some parts of of like you creating from the state of flow and heart-centered consciousness if you can share a little bit of your own journey how you learn to in what you're creating to just to be more from the place of listening and surrendering and going with the flow. Mm, okay. Well, I mean, I think that this journey is never ending, <laughs> mm. as we spoke before with the whole balance thing. But I can definitely see that there has been a massive shift for me, as I spoke about before with the whole workaholic section and then a bit of nothing in between, you know, totally one side or totally the other side really no balance the total extremes and now to be in more of a place of um letting it flow the only way that that has been somewhat possible is by trusting mm -hmm. by trusting in the universe and that took a long time and it's i mean it's it's way better i mean i have much more faith and trust than i've ever had ever and i feel good about that now but the journey getting there was very tumultuous. And I don't believe that you can really truly operate from a place of flow unless you have full trust in the universe having your back. Because otherwise, the masculine side is always going to want to control and just to make sure that things are just as they should be and that the work is being put in as it should be, as dictated by society and from what we've learned. So I think that the only way that the feminine side can come through and the flow can start to come through into anyone's balance of work is by um, first working on the trust, first working on the trust issues with the universe and learning to surrender somewhat. And mm -hmm. I think that from there, then, um, then you can really start to work with, the, with both energies. And even then it's a work of process. And I find that you need to be first before you do. I find that like if I'm in that being place of like meditating or receiving, and then I act on that inspiration, then I'm really in the flow. Yeah. I'm not saying that you don't take action. Action is essential. But rather than having the goal and the motivation and doing it and having this outside motivation, which can work for some people, I'm not against it. And sometimes that's absolutely necessary. Mm -hmm. But in general, from a creative state, especially with innovative things, with new things that you're creating, I mean, like I find with choreography, with writing, you know, with even creating meditations, with anything like that, I get a much better result if I allow myself to be first to receive the inspiration mm -hmm. and then to take action and also to give myself time so as not to rush the project. So even if it's a blog, for example, if I get the idea for the blog and then I write and I, and I write the draft, then the draft is going to change. But I get the best results if I sleep on it, if I step away from it and then I go back to it and, I'm a, and I can receive more information and then I have fresher eyes to see how I can make it better mm -hmm. as opposed to just going full out and writing it. It's, if I can do that, if necessary, it's possible. And mm -hmm. that's, that's okay as well. But I find that the best results are being first, doing second and, and repeating it in a cycle, not just once that you keep, you know, mm -hmm. that's how we can keep evolving and making things the best that they can be and have that flow. Yeah. Yeah. For me. 
Yeah, thank you, thank you. And what you mentioned, this um, masculine rushing and forcing, I think it's our unhealthy masculine, yeah, mm -hmm. in all of us. And health is just designed to um, to hold us and allow feminine mm -hmm. to flow without forcing and pushing, right? And it's in most people we 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 are talking about masculine, and it's about unhealthy masculine as well. Sure. We have been used to operate from, yeah. Mm -hmm. I believe for me it's uh, it's the same. Also, sometimes I feel like um, I'm still in this place of I need to create that, and I'm just and this is a journey, and I'm just watching how the results show up. And it's much more the better results are always when I'm in this place of oh, it feels good. I want to create mm -hmm. that, and then when you share it, it produces completely different results. And okay. uh, yeah, go ahead. But exactly, exactly as you were saying before, like that's so perfect, you know, like as we're speaking about being in joy and being feeling good about doing things, you yeah. know, then the result shows as well. Yeah. Because that joy and that energy of creation, which I can, I personally link more to the feminine, mm -hmm. then is what can speak louder. Mm -hmm. You know, because it's not just coming from us, from our action. It's also the, the inspiration is like, it's almost magnified, you know, when we're doing it in that place. Yeah. 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 But one thing I want to pay attention is different resistance when resistance show up and you feel inspiration. You feel this like intuition is saying you to, okay, do that, share that. And then resistance shows up and you start feeling like, oh, it does not feel good. And this is a different thing. I want people to hear that because this is something that you get to work internally on and it feels a bit different. It feels like um, there are fear behind that, right? There is something, there are blocks that you get to work on. Yeah, and this is resistance. It's maybe your feminine emotions, whatever, showing up. But you, you get to use your health and masculine to, okay, I do these practices to release it at this moment. And then you go and share. Because, you know, like for me, um, when I always feel like it feels good, sometimes it can be tricky. Sometimes it can be your own mind using these tricks as a resistance to push you away from sharing something, what wants to come through you. Very true. Very true. I agree with you. I had the exact same thing yesterday that you're speaking about because I had planned to release the meditation and sign up to this um, other thing to get my work out a little bit more. And all of a sudden I just felt so tired, so mm -hmm. tired. Like I could go to sleep. And I mean, literally, I mean, I had rested enough. I did not need to go back to sleep. <laughs> yeah. But it was really this resistance pushing me away. Like, ah, don't do it. You maybe do it tomorrow and whatever. And it was really the fear of being seen. Mm -hmm. Really coming up again to say, you know. Uh, and then I pushed through it and I just felt so good after. But exactly as you're saying, it's hard to know. It's hard to know. But then you, the more that you push through it, Mm -hmm. The more that you learn to tell the difference, I think, as well. And also the more inner work that you do and you're seeing those fears and you're looking at those fears and seeing them and giving them the time and the space and allowing them to be seen and loving them, then they can be released. And until then, they're going to keep coming, showing up. <laughs> they're going to keep showing yeah. up to say, hey, 
by the way, you know, I'm still afraid of being seen and you're not looking at me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then yeah. it's going to cause that resistance, as you're saying, or whatever yeah. the fear is. It could be a million things. Yeah, but for, for me, it's like when resistance is showing up, it always has the similar voice behind mm. it. You know, this is how I see mm. the pattern. And as well, uh, it's what you uh, mentioned, this fear of not being fully expressed and seen. I notice if I start feeling tired or even some strange, this is resistance. Just before that, I know it's showing up. Like, and it's no, not about... True. Yeah, and it's not about judging it or something it's like, oh, thank you, thank you for showing. And then when you take action, it's like you're reprogramming yourself that, okay, it's safe, it's safe anyway to share and to be expressed. Perfect. No, perfectly said, for sure. I agree with you entirely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, we have been talking for a while. Do you want to add something? about how you are creating your own <laughs> uh, <laughs> <in> life. <laughs> I mean, all I can say, I mean, if this might be helpful, is that just to go easy on yourself, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, I, I find that when I'm coming from a place of compassion and the more self-love that I implement into my life, the better I feel, so the better the results that I get are, the better the quality of my work is. And it's really coming from this place of patience that it's mm-hmm. going to take time. You know, where most of us are healing decades of trauma and looking at parts of ourselves and perhaps even lifetimes that we haven't looked at, you know, and I think that we should have a bit more perhaps appreciation and gratitude and celebration for all that we've done so far and for the little things, you know, sometimes like, Whoa, I had a shower. Yay. If I <laughs> wake up in a tight place, and I didn't feel like, you know, celebrating the little things along yeah. the way and also the big things. And just know that balance is, it's ever elusive. You know, one day we might be like, yeah, we're acing it. And the next day it might be the complete opposite and just to roll with it. You know, everything yeah. comes and goes and flows and, and we're, we're brilliant as we are. We're doing the best that we possibly can, and we can't do better than that. Yeah, yeah. We are where we are supposed to be right now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we created it for ourselves, so let's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <to> enjoy it. <laughs> exactly. Now it's time to live it. <laughs> <laughs> And I have one last question for you. If you okay. would be doing what you're doing, creating, dancing, being a choreographer, dance teaching, creator, writing your book, blogs, mm-hmm. <laughs> what you would be doing in life? Something like in your next lifetime. <laughs> in my next lifetime. I think it will be something to do with travel because I love traveling. Okay. And when this craziness is over, you know, and things go to the next level, that's one thing I'd definitely like to bring back. But I wonder, you know, if I would, might do something related to travel. And I'm also very curious, so I don't know. I would still need an element of, 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 of growth there. But yeah, I think something maybe related to travel I would do. <laughs> Full-time traveler. <laughs> You know, <laughs> yes. reporting to you from this continent and that continent. <laughs> okay, I'll meet you in the next lifetime. 
for sure. I think we're stuck with each other one way or another. Yeah. <laughs> we have a life plan. <laughs> but we are still here for now, so... <laughs> exactly. Let's make the most of this one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. Thank mm. you so much. Thank you. It was oh, you're so welcome. Yeah. Thank you. I've loved every moment. Thank you. Yeah. Thank Always you. a pleasure. <laughs> that was it for today thank you for listening to this episode if you enjoyed it please subscribe for this podcast or share it with someone you believe can benefit from it my mission is to remind you about the light and greatness you have been born with and help you reconnect with your own sense of self-worth self-love delight and pleasure if you have a moment i would be so grateful if you could leave a review on your favorite podcast app.